and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves it most, Luke Throop here on another magical, maniacal Monday for Torture Port 544. Biden goes under the bus after opening the floodgates of hell. <laughs> Friends, in moments like these, I think that we would be wise to expect the unexpected. We're going to get into that today. But first, how about that game? Did you watch the Super Bowl yesterday? Uh, yesterday afternoon, the whole world was treated to a very phenomenal athletic contest between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, uh, I was I was going for Patrick Mahomes. I like Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, the, oh, the whole Kelsey, uh, Taylor Swift thing, set that aside. I just like, I like uh, the Chiefs. I like the way they play. And Mahomes has been a pretty stand-up guy. Not only is he a stellar athlete, he's pretty humble. He gives credit where credit's due. Uh, and all that kind of stuff. But it was a great contest. So after getting absolutely stomped in the first half, the Chiefs made a very hard-earned comeback, and eventually they won in overtime, right? I mean, it was it was, uh, it was exciting, and it was a very excellent display of grit and determination and perseverance and never say die and don't give up. And, and friends, it was really an apex American football game. I believe it's one that will go down in the history books, complete with the uh, plenty of cutesy clips of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey to adorn the national scrapbook. Now, uh, with millions of viewers glued to the tube, of course, the big businesses, they were trying their best to woo the crowd with some humorous, uh, but mostly just stupid Super Bowl ads. Nothing really stood out to me there. But as I was gorging myself on bacon, uh, bacon-wrapped stuffed jalapenos, bacon-wrapped wrapped scallops, bacon-wrapped shrimp. Oh, I can almost smell the bacon again right now. My mouth is watering. But I, I, again, just gorging on a smorgasbord, hanging out. I couldn't help but feel grateful for this great American tradition. American football, the Super Bowl, you know. I don't watch football throughout the season. You know, I might catch a game or two during the playoffs or whatever, but the Super Bowl has kind of become something akin to a national holiday, and I, and I do really cherish the moments of, of cheering on, you know, woo, you know, people jump up, high five, yeah, the other side, oh no, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, betting with family and all that kind of stuff. It, it's just fun, and, and for just a moment... Watching the Super Bowl yesterday evening, it was like the whole world wasn't going to hell, right? It was the little things like hanging out with family and friends and and yucking it up and sharing this experience and all that. So that said, here we are. (laughs) It's Monday morning and we're staring into the abyss of the political circus. Headlines like this uh, gracing the news this morning. The New York Times unleashes an astonishing broadside warning of a dark moment as it runs back to back pieces, knifing the elderly president after the damning special counsel report. <laughs> How's that for a headline? New York Times, I mean, the astonishing broadside. They're knifing the president, the elderly president, with back to back hit pieces. I just, I don't know, you know, over at ABC, uh, you know, ABC news poll out today says almost 90% of people believe that Biden isn't fit to serve. Welcome to the effing club. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton is out there. Kankles herself says Joe Biden's age is a legitimate issue. Therefore, you can take her word for gospel. Might be the only true thing she said at last decade or so. But uh, all that said, friends, the only thing that's really surprising about all of this to me is, is just how quickly the left has turned on their own. You know, 
Everyone who hasn't had their head buried up their backside has long seen Biden for the senile old sock puppet that he is because, you know, senile is as senile does. And anybody that's watching, the senality is is right on full display. But this is a very abrupt pivot against the liberals' beloved commander-in-chief. And I think it's a really revealing maneuver. So we've got state primaries already underway. I did put a link in the report today uh, listing out all of the primaries and kind of the sequence of events here in this pivotal election year. But state primaries are already underway. No other Democrat candidates on the ballots in these states. Uh, So one must wonder, hmm, you know, what exactly... Does the deep state have up their sleeves? I don't know, you know. Cue the shrill cackle of the most unintelligent vice president the world has ever seen. We hear Vice President Kamala Harris say, quote, I'm ready to serve. There's no question about that. Period. End quote. And of course, that's getting swept up. Wall Street Journal says Kamala Harris is ready to serve as president as Biden faces age scrutiny. Uh, The View, they're floating Kamala Harris and Gavin Newsom as a ticket to replace Biden after the damning special counsel report. Meanwhile, uh, the mainstream news, mainstream MSN.com, they say this is the perfect scenario. It's perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Perfect scenario for Kamala Harris to become the president. The first First female president as lauded by Representative Ronnie Jackson. I don't know why anybody listens to that jackass. Uh, And also out in the mainstream, you know, President Kamala Harris. The question is out there, you know, the embattled vice president with only a 28 percent approval rating is now squarely an issue in the 2024 race after blundering Biden stumbles and gaffes. Again, <laughs> you want to talk about throwing Biden under the bus when the mainstream media talks about the, you know, Kamala squarely in the race, you know, squarely in the issue after Biden's blundering stumbles and gaffes. Folks, this is no joke. It is not a joke. Uh, there's there's really no point in laughing at the absurdity of it all because 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 because. This absurdity may uh, very well become a waking reality in the very near future. And uh, let's not forget, of course, Michelle Maibel Obama is also waiting in the wings. And hell, you know, anything could happen, right? I mean, I wouldn't even rule out Hillary Kankel Clinton uh, from trying to make a comeback here. Do you guys remember when... uh, the whispers of Hillary Clinton running in 2024 were out there. That was like uh, last summer, the summer before. You know, Hillary Clinton is the best bet for the Democrats in 2024, according to Newsweek.com. Uh, CNN says, you know, what's behind Hillary's 2024 talk? Mm, you know, could Hillary Clinton make a comeback in the 2024 election? I don't know. <sighs> but alas, regardless, friends, no matter uh, how hard it is to stomach, I think what should be abundantly clear in all of this is that the deep state political establishment is going to be who picks the next president, not the American people. If you think about it, you know, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the leading independent political candidate, he he spent $7 million on a 30-second Super Bowl ad. It was all nostalgic, nostalgic, you know, it had... uh, pictures of JFK and all that. But uh, I think the goal of this $7 million 30-second ad was was trying to let people know 
people in the center, center left and center right, people know that, you know, Americans have another option for president. It's not just Trump versus Biden or just Trump versus whoever the left props up, despite what the media masters are working so hard to portray, right? They don't want a lot of Americans to get this idea that there could be anybody but a Republican or Democrat in the White House. So why hasn't RFK's historic campaign gotten any traction? By the way, he ran that ad. He was back out in the headlines today over at thehill.com apologizing. Oh, I'm sorry. Gosh, didn't mean to offend anybody. Oh, you know, whatever. Uh, But why hasn't RFK got any traction? And I think ostensibly it's because he's trying to make a stand against the entrenched two-party system. He's also making a stand against the bloated federal bureaucracy, making a stand against big pharma and the military-industrial complex. In theory, you know, by making these stand, you know, taking this stance, RFK really could be standing alongside or representing millions of middle-of-the-road common-sense Americans, in theory. But that's not the way that this game is played. Friends, the game, as you well know, the astute listening audience here at the Torch Report, you know that the game is rigged. You know, not only are American politics rigged against average everyday citizens, right, uh, who get treated like mushrooms, if you know what I mean. You know, they get fed, uh, left in the dark and fed full of sheep, you know. Uh, at any rate, the American political system is actually rigged against any political outsiders that might rise up from the firmament, firmament of the American society. You know, we get uh, some really great leaders, smart, intelligent, hardworking, determined leaders that come up, but they're they're just not. You know, they're not in the beltway. They haven't been carefully brought up and groomed through Ivy League institutions and, you know, uh, globalist law firms and all of that kind of stuff. So political outsiders are really, you know, they're they have no place at the table. You know, it's not the peasants place to decide who their rulers should be. That is a decision. That can only be made by those who know what's best for the rest of us. You know, the the government stooges who work in all those shady intelligence agencies. Because only they, in the deep state, only they have the data to make the best decisions. So the thinking goes. You know, we, the plebes, are simply too ignorant to make any kind of decision that might be in our own best interest. At the personal level, or local level, state level, or definitely not the federal level, right? This is how they think. I mean, after all. We, the plebes, you know, the peasants, we, we elected an authoritarian dictator and we tried to snatch all the power for ourselves in a violent insurrection, remember? You know, clearly the American people are not, not to be trusted here, you know. When they say that they want to make, the America, uh, make America great again, what, what, the, what the peasants are saying is that they want to overthrow democracy and they want to impose their racist Christian extremism upon the entire country. I mean, come on, that's what they're trying to portray, right? And in light of that fact, the deep state, of course, the deep state must do everything within its considerable power to thwart these violent MAGA extremists, to protect our precious democracy, and of course, to keep people safe. 
The American people really should be grateful that the deep state is doing what the deep state does, because without the deep state, without them, you know, MAGA just might become reality. You know, we might just elect a populist leader who does want to make America great again, put America first, restore the economy, close the borders, withdraw from the wars, and and really get back to the things that are important to, you know, mainstream Americans. But no, it's not really going to happen, because that, that would utterly shatter their carefully constructed illusions. This little world that everybody's living in, you know, we got the political circus, got the propaganda, we got the censorship, you know. This is very carefully maintained illusions. Biden's economy is booming, you know, and, and all of that. So this whole shift in narrative is really something, friends. As of yesterday, Dark Brandon is officially on the move. Uh, let's go, Brandon. Bop, 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 bop. F Joe Biden. Bop, 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 bop. Uh, you know, Dark Brandon being the, uh, what's the word for it? The, uh, not allegory, but the, you know, the, the, the meme of Dark Brandon. Joe Biden with the laser beam eyes shooting out, you know. Yesterday, the official Joe Biden Twitter account, the X platform account for Joe Biden, put out an image of good old Joe with the laser beam eyes, Dark Brandon. And since we know that Joe Biden's eyes don't actually glow red and they don't actually shoot out laser beams consuming all the mega extremists all across the land, I mean, what we can, we can only speculate. I guess, you know, what symbolism is being portrayed on this official Dark Brandon account? You know, I'm pretty sure that Biden isn't a Photoshop buff. So whoever whipped this thing up and decided to post it, they would have had to have two things going for them. Number one, they would have had to have clearance from his handlers, i.e. the deep state, to portray this Dark Brandon with laser beams shooting out of his eyeballs. And number two, they must have had absolutely nothing better to do with their time. <laughs> I mean, come on, you know. But I want to I focus for just a moment on the fact that this image was allowed out into the wild. They put it out in social media. It's almost like an inkblot test, you know? What do you see when you look at this picture? Do you see a well-meaning elderly man with memory problems? <laughs> do you see the most popular president ever elected? Do you see the leader of the free world with laser beams shooting out of his eyes? What do you see? Tell me now, you know? Uh, tell me. Honestly, you know, you know, with enough chutzpah to to blast laser beams out of his eyeballs, why is it that Joe Biden declined to take an interview to rally the American people with a traditional Super Bowl interview? You know, he's failed to do that for the last two years. Here's an opportunity to have a 20-minute a interview broadcast before the largest conceivable audience, and he declines to do that. Why? You know, why? What does that tell you? What better chance? You know, I mean, Joe Biden, he's a, he's a grand unifier. He's trying to bring the country together, you know, to save it from all the MAGA extremists. What better chance to stand up and bring people together, to unite the country, than to do so on the greatest stage ever set, while Americans are already imbibing, you know, they're enjoying a strong sense of camaraderie that comes with this huge national event, the Super Bowl, you know? And we, if you kind of... Step back a little bit and think about that. Hmm. You know, all at once we can observe two emerging competing narratives. Number one, Joe Biden is mentally incompetent and needs to be disposed of promptly. 
Okay, that was very clear. I mean, you, again, the headlines, you know, they're pulling out all the knives. Okay. But the second competing narrative, really, as portrayed in this image of Joe Biden with the laser beams, you know, Joe Biden is a demigod. I mean, he's going to rally for another four years of service to humanity because only Joe can save the country and save global democracy. Again, friends, it's a choose your own reality. Uh, Biden's handlers, as a matter of fact, they announced on Sunday that the sock puppet officially has launched his own TikTok channel. So if you're a big TikToker, don't forget to go check out old Joe on TikTok these days. Of course, you know, previously they had banned TikTok on all federal uh, devices because it's just a backdoor for, you know, CCP uh, spies, a bunch of commie spies from the CCP. But never mind that. Now, good old Joe's on on, uh, TikTok. And that's going to, I'm sure, save him face with all all the young, impressionable youths out there who still are clinging to the delusion that Joe Biden's the most popular president ever elected. But on top of that, the very same day that he announced the TikTok channel, old Joe put out a, a rather eerie propaganda piece of video that was attacking greedy corporations and shrinkflation, as he was calling it, uh, with an entirely obtuse message. You're gonna, you can't get this. Quote, says Joe Biden, quote, as an ice cream lover... What makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, but not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. It's a ripoff. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking their products little by little and hoping you won't notice. Give me a break. The American public is trying of the American public is tired of being played for suckers. I'm calling on companies to put a stop to this. Let's make sure businesses do the right thing now. Period. End quote. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. That might be the only true statement in that uh, in that whole spiel there. But who are they playing to with this? Again, who the hell believes Joe Biden is an ice cream lover and he's angry? He's angry that the ice cream cartons have shrunk in size, but not in price. You know, we got to make these greedy corporations do, you know, do what we tell them to do now. You know, come on, man. (laughs) Friends, it's like we're living in the freaking twilight zone here. But. As you well know, of course, all this political circus is really just smoke and mirrors, friends. It's all distraction. There is an entire host of truly existential threats lined up against us right now. Our enemies are licking their lips right now. There is blood in the water, and America is on the ropes. You know, attempting to put the uh, this risky situation into perspective. As a matter of fact, there was a great article out today over at World News Daily. They offer a, some insightful commentary. They're talking about how back before World War III, there were multiple small regional conflicts that were going on. Eventually, they kind of merged, and they're saying that's what's happening right now. If you look at international events, what's going on in the Middle East, of course, Ukraine on a southern border, etc. They say Joe Biden is allowing it. Quote, Biden has opened the floodgates of hell. Although nothing is inevitable, we are fast approaching the point where, as a practical matter, he will not be able to stop China and Russia uh, directly and through other proxies from merging existing conflicts and turning them into the next global war, period, end quote. I would say that's exactly what the deep state is doing because we know Biden himself is not doing a damn thing, you know. Uh, All of this is being facilitated by his deep state handlers, and they undoubtedly 
rapidly are driving their own agenda. So right now, today, uh, our Secretary of Defense, Austin Lloyd, he's down and out with cancer. Our Commander-in-Chief is too feeble and mentally unfit to even function. On top of that, our economy is on an unsustainable path. Our cities are going up in flames, imploding into cesspools of crime, feces, and drugs. Our country is being invaded in broad daylight by military-aged males from hostile nations. And let me ask you, is this not the perfect opportunity to bring America down? Have we ever been a weaker, at a weaker point as, as a nation? Friends, I don't believe so. I think the stage has been set. Ironically, uh, I see the time here. going to wrap it up. You know, there, there's a CIA, CIA whistleblower, Chet Nagel. He's out sounding the alarm today about the Pentagon's ongoing germ warfare program. That came out today as news breaks. A mysterious case of the bubonic plague has cropped up in central Oregon. But while all that's happening... Of course, most Americans are simply settling back in for another work week, another week of ambivalence and fleecing, and this is exactly what the deep state is counting on. Friends, it's all fun and games until we wake up one day and find ourselves enslaved by a tyrannical globalist state. Without some major changes in leadership, those days are not far away. We need to stay wise, patriots, and as always, resist we must, and that is the message of my heart for today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to go to the website, thetortreport.com. Find that heart. Click that heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest owner of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this magical, maniacal Monday. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.